And we believe that nobody comes to your house and return the same. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Speak. And let the ears of your people be open to hear. Let the eyes of your people open to see. Let the hearts of your people be open to receive what the Spirit says to the church. We love you. For you are always doing great things for us. And speaking your words that changes lives and transforms destiny unto us. We surrender our spirit, our soul, our will to your supremacy. And say, Lord, let your kingdom come. Let your will be done. And when all is said and done, Jesus, may your name be glorified. From the mouth of everyone who is here, let the mouth of praise and thanks be given, be given unto you for what you have done with each person's lives here. We thank you for answered prayer. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Turn to your neighbor and say, welcome to church. Say, God is doing something in your life. Say, be ready to receive. So tell the person, turn off your mobile phone and don't listen to anybody apart from the man of God. Amen. As a person, tell a person, listen attentively. Because after the service, I will ask you, what did you hear? So I want you to know, know what you heard. Hallelujah. We are entering into another series this month. Amen. Last, the last one month, we have been enjoying the anointed and his anointing. How many were blessed last week with the message that the Lord spoke to you? Great. And uh, we, will make, we will come back to the anointing. But now we are studying about one of the most important topics in human endeavors. Hallelujah. Because everything depends on that. The difference between developed countries and developing poor countries like Ghana is leadership. Not money. It's what? Leadership. How to lead the nation into prosperity and to greatness is what separates one nation to another. In the same way, whether a church can do well or not and can advance higher depends upon who is the leader of the church. Hallelujah. And so if you are blessed to be under a good leader. You see that the church has a lot of blessings. Hallelujah. When David became a leader of Israel, Israel became the largest nation in those days. Hallelujah. Because David was a great leader. Amen. And they saw a lot of blessings, prosperity, peace. All the enemies that wanted to fight against Israel, David would just rise up and lead the team and they would go and conquer them. So he brought peace. He brought prosperity. He brought blessings to the nation. And so the Bible says that if the righteous rules, the people prosper. But when a wicked man is in charge, the people suffer. So the kind of life you live depends upon the kind of leader that you have. Say amen for that. 
That is why Paul encourages us to pray for those in authority. Because if they make mistakes, it affects everybody who lives in that nation. The same way in the church, if we have a good pastor, the people receive a lot of blessings. If you have a very bad pastor, the people suffer a lot of challenges. In the same way in the family, in every family, the kind of leader they have determines the kind of blessings the members of the family enjoy. Hallelujah. If your father was a good leader and he built a lot of buildings and made a lot of progress, it will affect you. Is it all true? It is. If your father was a bad leader, he used all the money to chase women, to marry 25 women. When you consider, you have so many siblings, you don't know them. So you see that the thing that you should have used to help you to advance your life, he used it for himself to satisfy his personal feelings. This one is fair. Ah, I want to taste. This one is black. I want to taste. This one has big buttons. This one is slim. This one. So he was using the money that should have been directed towards your education of building into something else. Some of them used them to smoke. Your school fees was being used by your father to smoke. As he was blowing the smoke, <laughs> you were sucking it from school. Is it not true? Yeah. So, it is important for all of us to understand that leadership is principal. Hallelujah. Are you here? We'll go home. John chapter 10, verse number 11. John 10, 11. So, for the next one month, we are going to study about the art of leadership. The art of lead, how to become a good leader yourself. Amen. So in John chapter 10, verse 11, Bible says that this Jesus Christ speaking, he said what? I am a good shepherd. As I, a shepherd is a leader of a congregation. That means I was saying that in my calling, in my ministry, I am a best person in that. Jesus was confident that he was a good leader. I am a good leader. Anyone who follow me will be blessed. That is why he told the disciples, follow me, I will make you great. Because I'm a good leader. <laughs> if you follow any good leader, he can make you great. He can make you great. Hallelujah. And so the Jesus that we are following as Christians, he said he's a good leader. And so you cannot be a bad follower. You have a good example to watch and to become. Hallelujah. Are you there? You should be able to say that I am a good husband. I am a good husband. You should be able to say I am a good wife. Many of you, maybe you cannot say that you are a good wife. You should be able to be confidently say, I am a good wife. I can say that I am a good pastor. Is it not true? Hey, if you don't want to say, I, I can say myself. I'm a good pastor. Huh? I'm a good pastor. Samuel told the people of Israel, I, am a, I have been a good leader to you. First Samuel chapter 12 verse 3. He told the people, I have been a good leader to you. Since my youth, just since my youth, I've been a good leader to all of you. First Samuel chapter 12. He said, Behold, here is your king. He said, Anybody witness against me before the Lord and before his anointed, whose ox have I taken? Whose ass have I taken? Of whom have I defrauded? See, these are the signs of a bad leader. He takes people's things. He cheats people for their things. The kind of preaching your pastor will preach you will tell you whether you want to take something from you or you want to be a blessing to you. 
Is it not true? Yeah, there are many times when you go, the way the pastor, by the time you finish, you are going to give him your car. Because you are afraid that if you don't give him your car, you may, he may, may prosper against you and kill you. Defrauding. So, whom have I defrauded? Defrauded. You know, as a pastor, as a leader, you can use your, your position to influence people to do things. Yeah. If I come here and preach a certain message, by the time you know, you are going to withdraw your bank accounts into my account. Because you are afraid that, but it may not be true. That I have, because of power, I can use this fraud. We are in a country where people who are put in position have defrauded the country. The money that was supposed to use to build our roads, somebody can, people can share four million, four million. They say four million, Charlie, how much? You take 200, you two take 200. 200. They, they defrauded the country. So the whole country we are suffering because of bad leadership. So who's, 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 of whom have I defrauded? And whom have I oppressed? You see, you can use your power to also to oppress the people. When they see you, they are afraid. Hey, under Rollins 1, before he became Rollins 2, I tell you, we were afraid. <laughs> Those of you who are young, 6 o'clock, you are going to sleep. Careful. You will be walking on the street at 6 o'clock, you see. They will catch and beat you. Oppression. Oppression. Whom have I oppressed? And of whose hands have I received what? Bribe. <laughs> Bribe. There are leaders who are receiving bribes. And because they receive bribe, they can't tell the truth. So, of whom have I received bribes so that it will blind my eyes. When you give a pastor, a, a leader a bribe, you will blind his eyes so you won't tell the truth. He see that you are, he says, oh no, everything is okay. Everything is because somebody has. That's why judges who are bribed, you see that they pass wrong judgment. Because of bad leadership. So, these are the signs of bad leadership. People who take bribe, people who oppress, people who defraud, people who cheat. So, once you are here, you have to look at whether your pastor is a pastor who does all this, or the man of God. Many people, we are in other churches, even though you seem to be in this church, you must also watch that there are pastors who are defrauding members. You may think they are Christian, they are not. I'm giving you a scripture to show. That is why you must be careful who is a, because the kind of leader you follow determines how far you can go in life. Whom have I defrauded? I can stand here confident and ask any girl here whose ass your ass that since you joined this church me I've seen your ass before stand here stand on your feet and come and tell me whose ass This one, you say any girl, you are not a girl, so you can't bring yourself. Yeah. Hallelujah. You see, you should be able to have that confidence like Jesus, I am a good shepherd. Many of us, we cannot be confident because we are not. You are not. You are a very bad father. Even your own children know that you are a bad, bad, bad father. Some of us, we didn't have opportunity to maybe grow under a good father. So that is why God has brought you to church to teach you, to teach you, to teach you. So I am here to teach you what it means to be a good leader. So that you didn't know you didn't have the opportunity to, be, to learn it from your father or from school. Once you are in church, Jesus is here to make you a great leader, a good person, a good leader. Hallelujah. So it, that's why we are going to learn because many, many, some of us, many of you, you, don't, you didn't grow under your father or your mother. So some of you, you don't even know the difference between a father and a mother. You don't know. If you are raised by your mother, you are half a human being because you don't have sight of your father's spirit. So you need a church. That's because I will give you a pastor who will feed you with knowledge because your whole life is warped towards one side of the sex. You have only women's um, feminine attitudes. But if you, grow, you see that your father has a certain behavior, your mother has a certain behavior, you need to learn the truth to become a good person. 
Yeah. So many people whose father died before you became a big man. You need to learn it. You can only learn it in church. And a good church. That is someone God give you a good leader. Watch it and identify and then follow the person so that you can learn something more than what you know. Many things we are teaching you, you can never learn it anywhere. There is no university that teaches you about this. It's not in any books. So if you don't listen, that's why those who, don't, who come to church today, you come tomorrow, I don't come, you are denying yourself the blessings of the good teachings that God has for you. For to build you up. It's not about me. I have learned it. So I'm only sharing what the Lord has put in me. Hallelujah. And so as we are going to study this topic, God is going to make you one of the greatest people on this world. I said God is going to make you one of the greatest leaders. Hallelujah. So the title of the message is in chapter 1 of this book called The Art of Let's say that Decide to become one of the few good leaders in the world. Write the title. It's a long title, but write it. Decide to become. Decide means that you have to take a personal decision. And say, wow, to an amonset. If Papa Nyeti Pakasie, Mamma Nyeti Pakasie, Bamidia, Mayakasie. You have to decide. Because God is here to ensure that He raised you up to become a great person. Hallelujah. Amen. Decide to become one. Say one. Say one. Say, I have decided to become one. And if any good leader you see, he said, I want to become one or like this. Decide to become one of the good leaders. There are bad leaders. You don't follow bad leaders. You follow good leaders. So that you can also become one of the good leaders. For what you behold is what you become. She said, one follow the papa. For Jesus said that you don't gather grapes from thorns. So if you go to church where the pastors are not teaching you knowledge, but they are scaring you. Hey, come on, man, I want to Watch out. Hey, me who is a baby for be dead. I want to die. Because what's up for you? But we believe because the pastor is saying to you, instead of teaching you knowledge, they teach you fear. Fear. Because that's what the person who is teaching because he wants your money. So, Uber took a pound or yourself for why? If it's Oba, what? But if we be a show of menace. Now, we're not going to go No, no. Oh, wait. Hallelujah. Are you here? Go home. Bring the title of my message, please. The title of my message is the, what I'm talking about, not the scripture. The title of my message is what? Decide to become eh, one of the few good leaders in the world. Hallelujah. We are not saying that become one of the good leaders in your local small town. You can become a good leader in the world. Say in the world. Say in the world. Yesterday they played UEFA champions. Isn't that true? Okay, you know a lot. You're a football fan. Who won? Real Madrid. They are the few teams, good teams in the world. You are going to become one of the great leaders in the world. 
I said, you are going to become one of the powerful people in the world. And you are going to influence a lot of people in this world. Some of you are going to be multi-millionaires. You are going to build your company. A company, company. That you employ a lot of people. They will work for you. I said, they will work for you. I said, they will work for you. I said, they will work for you. Do you know why? Because your father is a, one of the good leaders in the world. And your father's spirit is in the children. And it shall come to pass in your life. That as your father has become, so shall you also become. How many can see that God is going to raise you and make you a great person? I tell you. That is why the title of the message is what? Decide. Because if you can give something to you, but you cannot decide to do it. It's your choice. It's not knowing it, but you deciding to become it is what, what is the difference. So I wanted to get a, the, the understanding of the topic clearer even before I go. That's why, that's why I'm not in a rush to finish. I have only 10 minutes and then I finish. If I give you one point, we are finished. Then we have a corner go. Because we are going to take you through the whole of this month. The art of leader. Because I believe that you are about to experience something supernatural in your life. Hallelujah. So, we have learned that the Jesus we are following is a good leader. And so you cannot follow somebody who is good and you are bringing, becoming bad. So from today, may you be a good husband. Hallelujah. A good husband is not the one who just gives top money. No, 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 no. A good husband is the one who has patience for your wife. For women are troublesome. That's why I said you were a leader. So in all their trouble, you can still manage them. Hey. You don't know how to manage a woman. And they want to become a husband. No, 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 no. Tell them never. No, 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 no. You want to learn, you must know how to manage them. That's why you are a leader. Do you think that all of you who follow me, you like me? You may, I know some of you don't like me, but I know how to manage you. I'm managing you. Yeah, that's why you come. Isn't that true? Yeah. I'm managing you. I'm leading you because that's a leader. I don't listen to many of your insults that you have. If, you have insults, if I'm listening to, I'm responding to only all your insults, I would have run away a long time ago from this place. Is it not true? Including you. Is, haven't you been discussing me in your house? Uh -huh. You think I don't know. I know all of them. <laughs> but because I have decided to become a good leader, that's why I'm sitting here. So it's not about, oh, I can give money. I can, no, 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 no. Leadership is a different thing altogether. That's why some of you, you, you don't know how to lead people. If you give you in charge of God, by the time you finish, all of them have finished, scattered. You are not leading with angels, though. Moses led two million people. Two million people on the desert. His church members were two million. All of them, he led them like that. Hey, today trouble here, trouble, including their animals. Their sisters and brothers, they were insulting him inside his life. Still, he was leading them. His, his own sister rose up against him. He insulted him. God got angry. And still, God said, go and pray for them. They will be here and they have to pray. Sometimes, the people of Israel want to have done so many bad things. God said, lead the lead Moses. Move from there. I'm going to kill them. He said, Lord, please, I beg you. I beg you. That's the leadership. That's the leadership. Intervening. Standing on behalf of the people. He said, no. Father, they are my people. You cannot kill them. A leader. You are going to become one of the greatest people the Lord is going to raise up. With. Hallelujah. Are you here of going home? So Jesus said, I am a good shepherd. Amen. John chapter what? 10 verse 11. Remember that scripture. And verse 14. He repeats. John 10 11. And 12. 10, 14. He repeats again and said that, I am a good leader. He, he used to say that, I am, I am, I am, I am, I am, I am. You shall become a good person because you are following a good leader. We are blessed to have one of the greatest leaders on earth now. You see, when Bishop preached this message, eh, or wrote this book, he wasn't reached even the level that he is today, but he believed that it's a prophecy 
that the God he is serving, the Jesus he is serving, the Jesus is reading about and preaching about him every day. He's a great person. And because of that, he will become a great one of them. And today, he's one of the seven great pastors all over the world. Great pastors. As his child, you are rising to become a great person in this life. Amen. Now, I want you to understand this scripture. I know you have been reading a lot. And I want to emphasize it here for everybody to get. Because that's my foundation. So that when we start rolling, you can know that. What I'm trying to say is that you need to understand that in leadership in Christ does not depend upon which school you attended or which family you came from. Can I say it again? You see, because sometimes, sorry, like I said, obey the pakasia, obey kasia, obey sit down, obey kasia, who's on the me pa me. And I want you to have this understanding that it's not about you, but it's about the one you are following and the one you are serving. Hallelujah. Now turn your Bible with me to Nehemiah chapter 2. Nehemiah chapter 2. Nehemiah, the history of Nehemiah was that he was a Jew who had been caught captive and brought to Babylon. So as he came to Babylon, he was as ordinary as anybody else. He was not a doctor. He was not a lawyer. He was not a bank manager. He wasn't working in Echo Bank or Standard Chartered Bank in, in Babylon. An ordinary person. Yet, he became one of the greatest leaders in the Bible. And I want everybody under the sound of my voice to listen and listen carefully. So when I declare to that God is going to make you a great person, your, your life, you, can, your, your, you must be as low as, even somebody who has never been to school before. But don't worry, it's not about that. Archbishop Duncan Williams, he went to school up to class three. All of us, you have gone to school beyond class three. But today, he's one of the greatest leaders. Not only in Ghana, in the whole world. When Donald Trump was being inaugurated as a president in America, it was Duncan Williams of Ghana who went to pray for him. So one of the pastors who prayed for him before he was inaugurated as a president from Ghana. It shall be your story. You are rising up from Ghana, from Sampa Valley, from the village that nobody thought you can become anything because God is about to do something in your life. I said, God is about to do something in your life. If you believe big, big amen, let me hear you. And it came to pass in the month of Nisa, in the 20th year of Antarctica, I was the king. Underline the word the king. The king. That wine was before him. And I, Nehemiah, took what? The wine and gave to the king. Hallelujah. Amen. This is the beginning of Nehemiah's great leadership skills and blessings. Hallelujah. Now watch it. Nehemiah, God knew he was whom he was going to become. That he was going to become a very great leader. The first thing that God did, which sometimes when God do it, you will be wondering, what is this? Because here am I, a Jew, wanting to become a great person, and then I'll become a slave in a foreign land, serving a foreign king. Sometimes, God will take you away from your mother, your father, your family, and he will place you under a certain authority where he's about to transform your life from there. If you stay with your mother, if you stay with your father, they don't have the skill and the wisdom of a king to train you to become one of them. And so God will remove you from there and send you to be a servant unto somebody else who is a king. So God 
took Nehemiah and placed him squarely in the house of a king. He said, you are going to be a king, but you must serve a king. Because if I allow you to continue to stay in your father's house, your mother's house, you will not know because your father, some of you, your father has not built a house before. Your mother has not bought a plot of land before. But God wanted to build a house. So what do you think God will do? He remove you from your parents, remove you from your friends, remove you and bring you to a leader who is building. So that by the, uh, placing you under that person, you will see, you will know, and you will desire to become what you see the person you are serving. And so sometimes, God has to take you and place you under a certain authority. That is why I have always considered myself as a blessed person because when I joined Lighthouse, it was the beginning of my greatness in life. Because God brought me to come and serve under a king. And through his teachings, through his books, through his tips, I've learned something more than what my father or my mother could ever give into my life. Even my education, he didn't give it to us. So, anybody who is privileged to be in this church, I speak as a prophet of God to you. God intentionally brought you from wherever you were so that he can place you under another kingdom. And from there, you begin to learn the arts of leadership. Hallelujah. And so, as Nehemiah seems to be a slave, because this, this is a mystery. Sometimes when you are serving somebody who is not your mother, who is not your father, you are tempted to think that the person is cheating you. The devil will make it appear unto you that the person is cheating you. He's oppressing you. His worry is not making you happy. So if my mother were here, if my father were here, if he was my child, my mother, would he have treated me that way? Fool! God knew that he's raising you as a great person. That because your father would have spoiled you, your mother would have spoiled you, but God is bringing a place where you can be refined so that the best of you will come out. Because he has determined that you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar person, and your peculiarity can never be refined. Under the roof of your father. Your peculiarity can never be refined under the roof of your father. I left my parents at the age of 12. And that was the beginning of my greatness. Because I can see clearly that I'm different from all my siblings. I'm different from all my siblings. I am the richest among all my siblings. I am the most honored among all my siblings. I am the most anointed among all my siblings. I'm the, 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 the most respected among all my siblings. Why? Because when the Lord separated me, he knew that he was placing me under authority so that I can learn what he wants me to become. And so, if I've stayed over there, I wouldn't have become what he wants me to be. What God has for you is so great that you have no idea. That is why he will place you under a king. Under a king because he knows that you are going to be a king yourself. Hallelujah. So when you are in church and say, do this, do this, do this, and you don't respond, you may think that I mean you are doing me. No, 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 no. You are doing yourself. Your greatness is working under. Working under. Hallelujah. Wives, your greatness is working under. Not above. Under. Peter, God has made you a king. If Naomi mess you up, she will remain unordinary. But one day, because God has determined you are going to become, have you seen that President Kufwado's wife is the first lady of the country? Because once you are connected to a great person, you also become great. But this is what the devil said that fight. I mean, can't you see he's cheating you? Look, he gives his children chicken, and then you he will give you Kobe on your food. Yes, it's true. You must allow yourself to eat anything that is given to you. It's part of your training. 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 And this is what the devil will deceive. Said that, Take your bag away. Go. Can't you see he's cheating you? Can't you see? Can't you see? You don't know how to sweep. You need to only be under somebody to learn how to sweep. Some of you don't know how to cook. That is why God has put you under a king. 
Because if, you know, a king have a lot of visitors coming all the time, feeding them, doing it. So, you, you, you yourself, in your house, what food do you cook? Apart from food, pam, 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 pam. You don't know anything about food. So, if you become a leader, and people start coming to your house, what food are they going to eat? Is it only the old way of, the, no, no, no. Because you are going to become great, you must be exposed to a king who lives with that lifestyle. So that you can learn these skills. Skills. To learn the manners of a king. So anybody God place you under is a sign that one day you can become that person. It is God, his wisdom. Nehemiah couldn't have become any great. It is because he served a king. And as we go along, you see what happened to him. It was, and look at number two. Bible said that he was just an ordinary. Do you know the duty of the house? The duty of the house in the king's house was the only thing he was doing that he was carrying a cap and give to the king. So the first thing that God will place you under a king. Number two. Any little work the king asks you to do, do it with all joy. Because Nehemiah was faithful servant to the king. Faithful. In those days, to be a king, people were killing themselves because of authority and power. And so somebody can put something in your drink and kill you. So the kid had to find a faithful person. A faithful person. A faithful person. So that when everybody will bring him drink, he will not drink. If you want to drink anything, it must come from this Jew. This foreigner. Can you see that if you are a good servant, even sometimes... Your boss, he will not be asked for his wife, a food from his own wife. It's you, the servant. You, the servant. If you find you faithful, you are the one who go to the bedroom and sweep there. Because he trusts you. It is the beginning of, you see, when you enter the bedroom, you begin to say, hey, so your bedroom, it means address bed, lad. You see, how can you enter? How can you know the king's bedroom? Unless you have served the king. Because you are going to become one anyway. But if you don't know it, you don't know it. So when you are serving, you are learning. Anytime you are serving, you are doing what? Learning. It was said of David. Look at such a great king like David. Such a great king like David. Reverend Joshua. God knew that he was going to become a great king. But he said his father was not a king. His father was not a master. All that they knew that the father was one of the big people in town. But God said that there was an evil spirit came upon Saul. said that, can we find somebody who can know how to play harp? They said, I know somebody. And they brought David from a village. Say, come and play. As he was playing, you know, with his, the friends in Christ in You cannot stand before the king without dressing up. So he learned how to dress in the presence of the king. He knew how to relate to people in the presence of the king. He knew how to sit. Because when the king would sit down and his subjects around him, sub-chiefs, he had to learn all these things as he was playing the harp. As he was playing the harp. And was it not just after this man was removed, he was the one who sat on the seat. I declare unto you that anybody that you are serving today, anybody God has placed you under to learn, to study, very soon you are going to sit upon that person's seat. If only you will remain faithful. Can you be trusted with the little position we have given unto you? You better not trust you. Say, man, we are in charge of choir. I'm fine now. You know that I'm in charge now. If you misplace, I'll sack you. Small position we gave to you. Now you are doing, I think, I think that the, the, the whole choir belongs to you. 
without recognizing that I am the one who appointed you there. Sometimes you see that the shepherd is the one who is in charge. He has taken full control of the church, of the, of the group. When an issue comes, instead of him referring to the high authority, say, what is your matter? I can solve it for you. You don't need to go to see that big boy, big, big man. He's too big. He's too busy. Don't mind him. I can handle it for you. That's the spirit of Absalom. Can you be trusted? Nehemiah was trusted that if anybody should give me water or drink, it should be you. Can the king trust you? Can your leader trust you? Can he hand over his keys to you that he can go to my bedroom? If you give you, you have been employed as a shopkeeper, a shopkeeper, and shopkeeper, sikanoba. Now they go pocket you instead of recognizing that it is for my king. Bible said, and Joseph made Pharaoh rich. He didn't say that, and Joseph became rich for himself. He made Pharaoh rich. Everybody who wants to become a great leader, you must learn how to serve a great person. And serve faithfully. Because whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he reap. If you become unfaithful to your boss, one day, when you sit on that top, God will send you double portion, in fact, ten times portion of the people of your unfaithfulness. And they will steal all your money. They will cheat you because you have been cheating people. Young girls who have been collecting people's husbands. You will repay. God will repay you. God will repay you ten times more, you see. Your husband will never be faithful to you because you were not faithful to somebody's size the person has come to sleep with you in your house, which is not your husband. And the wife is crying. She's crying over your head. Every tear that drops, it is a curse against you. Hallelujah. Are you here or go home? Nehemiah was such a faithful servant that the king can trust him. That if anybody will bring me water to drink, I'm not too sure what is inside. But for this Nehemiah, I was always sure. And so, and he served with cheerfulness and happiness. Some of us, when we serve, even as you are serving your husband, you are angry. They be a woman with him. Because Nehemiah was always working with joy, happiness, excitement. So in verse 2, Bible said that when, bring that scripture. Wherefore the king said unto me, go back to verse 1, verse 1, verse 1, the last sentence. Said that, so I took up the wine and I gave it to the king. Now I had not been before time sad in his presence. Anytime I'm serving the king, I was smiling happily and doing. Hi, darling, what are you eating? What do you eat? My wife is what our wife's here. Sweet darling, you are welcome. Every day your husband comes home, your face has become this, 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 this. The day you have trouble, how would you know that I have a trouble? Because every day you meet him with a squeeze face. Hey! Nehemiah was all doing it with joy. May you serve the Lord with joy. May you serve your master with joy. May you serve your pastors with joy. May you serve your king with joy. The day that your face changed, he can see that there's something wrong with you. Hallelujah. Are you here or go home? Yeah. Because every king is observant. Observer, Ochadia. Nehemiah was doing with joy. Every day smiling. Smiling. Bishop always said, if you're a lady, one of your duty is to smile. Yeah. Maybe you have not been gotten a husband because you don't know how to smile. Because see, when a man is approaching you and you squeeze your face, he becomes afraid. So he swallows his words. <laughs> Or you're not just saying, I will propose one more. Why practice? Why share a mirror? Why painting a new man by the tie? Say, I let the Joanna, the Rocco propose. Well, although I want no more iron, I know what ten ladders. What's true? Angry countenance. When he see it now, then he turns. 
But if you're always smiling, smiling, tell your neighbor, smile. Say, smile. Learn how to smile. Mommy, smile. Smile. You don't need to have 10,000 CDs in your pocket before you smile. It should be your natural character. For your greatness is about to be revealed. I said, your greatness is about to be revealed. He was always smiling, smiling, smiling. So one day when he appeared before the king and he was not happy, that was the turning point of his destiny. He said, I have never been before after him. Appeared in his sight angry. And wherefore, when the king saw, said, he said, why is your countenance sad? See, that are not sick. Ladies, when you are in the womb, that didn't go on open. As an elder sister, are you sick? Are you sick? Why is your face squeezed? Why? See, you are not sick. Why? Are you here? Go. Listen. The Bible is for us to learn. Bishop, he said that he used to laugh. But sometimes when he preaches, his wife would laugh, laugh, laugh. Smile, smile. Then he said, <laughs> See, I had to learn how to smile as a pastor. So you to learn how to smile. Amen. Ladies, I say, learn to smile. Amen. And when a man is approaching you, don't say that, who are you? Don't fight that mind in your mind. Who are you? Is it that who are you attitude is why you, you are not being proposed to? Who are you? It's like, now you know what I mean. Me, who wants you? Who wants you? Now, you. But when you saw his face, you thought that he's the one coming to you. So you squeeze your face like that. And the blessing will pass over your head like that. But I see every blessing that I pass over returning back on to you. For your smile. Your smile is going to bring a blessing to you. Are you here at home? From today, if I meet you, a lady, you are angry, I, I, I will come and use you as an example to preach. Hallelujah. I'm reading the Bible to you, isn't it true? The king said, I have never seen you, your face like this before. Don't think that your face, your face speaks a lot about you. Your face. It speaks a lot. It speaks a lot. Your face. So if you're always angry, that is why you cannot be a good leader. You are too sensitive. You are too hyper, hyper, hypersensitive. Leadership is not like that. You must learn how to handle issues and smile. In the midst of storm, you should be able to say, no problem. The Lord is in control. Receive the anointing to become a great leader. Look, my time is up. My time is up. So let's go. Smile, my wife, smile. You are sick, so you will not smile. Wherefore, the king said, why is thy countenance sad? The king, the one who controls everything. He, you see, your, your face would determine whether he, he, he wants to help you or he can't help you. The king. Seeing that thou are not sick. And he said, that this is nothing else but what? A sorrow of your heart. The king could see that there was something in him. Because why? That was the, the there was a, a leadership stirrings in her man's spirit. Why was that leadership stirring? Because he had heard that in Jerusalem, where he comes from, the walls have been destroyed by fire. The, everything had been destroyed. That's the cardinal point of a leader. A leader is someone who is troubled when he sees things are not going right. Anybody who have that gift that you cannot see, when you see your mother and father struggling in the village, you cannot be sitting in a crowd chasing girls with money. 
Because if they are in trouble, you are here enjoying the king's palace. Ah, let me eat and drink. I am blessed to be in the king's palace. Fool! You have forgotten that there are people whose destiny are linked to your prosperity. Instead of covenizing and organizing your money and build for your mother in the village, you are here using it to change girls. White ones, green ones, small bottles, small big bottles, big breasts. Foolish person! Instead of organizing your resources and going to Build for them. You are using to spoil your life here. Bad person. Bad person. A leader. That is what makes you a leader. That you can see a problem and you are looking for opportunity to go and solve that problem. May the Lord choose you out of the problems your mother is going through, your father is going through, the nation is going through. It should stir you in your spirit. I said, I cannot sit down here. My time is up. Stop on your feet. We shall continue to next week. Next week, come for the continuation of the message. Lift up your hands and begin to pray to the Lord. Lift up your hands. Everybody pray. Pray and say, Lord, from today, I have decided to become a good leader. I have decided. I have decided to become a good leader. I have decided right now. Right now. Lift up your voice, everybody, and pray. I cannot be an ordinary person anymore. You cannot live in a happy life anymore. There is a burning in your hometown. And you are happy in Accra. Messing up your life. Messing your money. Messing your time and your resources. When thousand and one destiny are linked to your prosperity. The blessing God is giving to you is to enable you to become a blessing to the world. And you are looking only for your satisfaction. Nehemiah was living in the king's palace. But he was not happy when he heard the story. Many of us, there are a lot of stories in your family. But it doesn't prick you. That is why you cannot become a leader. That's why God cannot anoint you as a leader. Because you, can, you don't have feelings for people's needs. You're only self-centered person. Pray that from today, God will change your hearts. And make you a great leader. 